Gustavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid. Wrestling POV is your point of view, bringing 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news, wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports. of the Wrestling POV Podcast. I am your host, the third wheel, Rick Serrano the third, and that is Rick spelled R-I-C. And I also have with me the $50 man, that is Clay Cummings, and that is spelled C-L-A-Y. And I have the gentleman, Elio Canella, and that's spelled E-L-I-O. Gentlemen, did I spell that correctly for you? Yes, you did. Absolutely. Okay, 100%, I just man. want to make sure because some people have things going up their butt because they are upset about the spelling of a fucking name. I mean, we got a lot to talk about this week, and that is one of the things that's going to be in our hot tag news, talking about a misspelled name. Jeez, Louise, this is where we're at in the wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen. We have an action-packed show for you. We have a lot to talk about, so you know what, guys? Let's just jump right into it. Should Kevin Owens re-sign with WWE? Clay, I'm going to hit it to you first, brother. You know, for me, I would love to see Kevin Owens still in WWE. I still think he's got a lot to prove here. Um, But how WWE has been booking him for the last couple months, I wouldn't be surprised if he just said, I'm done, guys, I'm left. But what we saw on Raw, maybe that's going to change. And maybe they are going to give him the shine that he deserves. The guy is super talented, and uh, I believe he needs he needs to be in the main event. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you on that. Justin W. Jones says, I say if you're happy, go ahead. If you're not, then don't. My opinion with all the talent that has been let go, probably not. But I don't know his relationship with Vince. It's like any job. For some, it could be great. For others, it probably sucks. Follow your heart. Uh, Dusty Riley says, hell no. Last couple years for him have been horrible. Hell, since him and Jericho, he's been booked horribly, really. Uh, Zarif Huda says, absolutely, the job security there is unrivaled. Jason Rivera says this, should a priest touch a child on their no-no square? Answer that, and it's the same answer to the Kevin Owens question. What <laughs> the fuck? What? Damn, bro, you went what? all out direction. Went all dark there. What the There's a little hell? dark there, but I see what he's saying. <laughs> I understand where he's going with it. Um, Cody Gray says he should do what makes him and his family happiest. Okay. All right. Um, that's, listen, man. You know, I'm going through all these comments. There's a lot of comments this week. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for commenting on the Wrestling POV podcast Facebook page. But I have to say this, guys. 
Stop saying, oh, whatever makes him happy, whatever he wants to do, it's his business. That's not the fuck I'm asking. I'm just asking, <laughs> should he resign? Of course it's his opinion. Of course it's his choice. It's whatever he wants. We get that. But I'm asking you, what's your opinion? Should he resign or not? Jeez, Louise. Elio, what are your thoughts on Kevin Owens? Should he resign with WWE? First of all, that one comment that said, like, job security there, I'm afraid yeah. for all these superstars that are in WWE right now. Mm -hmm. So, Kevin Owens, um, you know what? I would like to see him resign, but I, I have a feeling that if he does, eventually he's going to be in the next, among the next uh, round of cuts if, whenever they, they okay. happen. Because we know it's, they're going to happen. I, I don't understand where all these budget cuts are coming from. I don't know who's getting paid. I mean, they're paying Goldberg. I mean, yeah. we'll get into that more later when we go over our WWE releases. But yeah, um, let's hear, hear from more from our fans. We got Paul Romanoff. He says, nope, he can go. I think his appeal is more of small arenas and hardcore wrestling fans who would pay to see his skills. In WWE, which is mostly composed of a mix of fans and casual family ongoers, he doesn't fit much, and it's evident by just hearing who cheers for him. I can he, I can see that you know, Kevin yeah. Owens, you know Kevin Steen as he went by in Ring of Honor and all those days. I, I, I um, was uh, I was watching a, a video um, on Tubi of uh, Kevin Steen's uh, matches from Combat Zone. Wow, mm. nice. He, yeah, and, but you yeah, and like those days fans, were different. Fans there were going crazy for him. And I would say like his days and NXT were very similar to that. So what happened when yeah. he jumped to the main roster? What was the change there? Was it Vince McMahon? Did Vince McMahon just take, grab hold of it and was just like, you're going to do what I want you to do? Um, I, we've seen when he first got in, him and John Cena, that feud was amazing. His feuds with Sami Zayn are over fucking two decades old, man. It's amazing what they can still do with each other. But it's just like, what has he done? And then I, I look back and I say, well, he was Universal Champion. He was Intercontinental Champion. He was multi-time U.S. Champion. You know, he's had some good runs in WWE. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, he had some dry spells here and there. But at the end of the day, Kevin Owens has had a pretty good WWE career. So why wouldn't he re-sign with WWE? Because he's had a bad couple of months. You know, what's he going to do if he goes to someplace like AEW? He's just going to jump in and do things with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole and just do the same thing that they've been doing with everybody that comes in. They get a little shine and they just melt away in the background. I just want to play devil's advocate here. I'm, t I'm putting on my Tony Diaz hat here. Is things <laughs> always greener on the other side? We know that's not true. If he goes no. to AEW, is he going to get lost in the shuffle? You know, there's still matchups we want to see in WWE. I know I want to see Bobby Lashley and Kevin Owens go at it. That's something I've never seen before. That's something I would love for him to, to have. Big E and him, I think they can have a great program. And it looks like they may be slipping into that direction. We might be seeing that a lot sooner than later. Um, Graham Monroe says, I like Owens, but they ain't doing much with him. AEW bound. And Graham Monroe also said he... Just jumped from Raw to SmackDown each year with the with about two good feuds per year, which is kind of true. He does jump a lot from Raw to SmackDown, and he does have a good program once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. So is it really WWE's fault, or is it Kevin Owens? Clay, what are your thoughts? I honestly think it's a mixture of both. Uh, with, with Kevin itself, like he 
can only do so much as what he's given. And I feel like, you know, I feel like WWE is the main problem. I think it's a little bit of Kevin, but not in the whole bigger picture. I think what you said that how superstars come in from NXT to Raw or SmackDown, I feel like Vince gets a hold of them and just messes up their whole character itself. I just don't feel like he sees the big picture of these guys or gals that can come in and do their thing uh, with, when it comes from NXT to the main roster. But with Kevin, it's like, you're not giving him much. And that get, the guy's yeah. so talented that he can do almost anything in that ring, and he proves it whenever he get, does get the chance. So I feel like it's mainly WWE's booking that's fucking him up. Uh, Elio, now I, I mentioned Kevin Owens, he's won multiple titles, he's won multiple big matches, should he want to resign or should he want to leave? Given that, I th- I think he should want to. I I'd say he should want to re- resign because, uh, like you said, uh, there there are like uh, a lot of uh, matches that we want to see happen, like Big E and uh, Owens, Bobby Lashley, Owens. Yeah. Like I I want to see these uh, matches happen. Before he goes, yeah, for sure. So I definitely think he should resign. Ian Insenberg says, KO has one remaining big achievement in WWE. Win the tag team titles with Sami Zayn, ideally at WrestleMania. That's something I would like to see. That'd be nice. He's never won the tag team championships. No, he's not a Grand Slam champ yet. I'd like to see that. Um, And then we got Evan Ginsberg who says, flee, Owens, flee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Zarn Barn. All right, I'm not making that up. That's the name. Zarn Barn (laughs) says, shit, with all these releases, that means for now, they'll be a little bit more focused on him. Okay, I can see that. They are featuring him in a main event spot on Raw right now. I say he should stay put for now, give WWE another year or two of his time, and see what they do. Continue to collect them big checks while he can. Going back to the indies right now or AEW is a bad idea for him with the influx of all the other talent that has gone that route right now. He'd probably be just another guy. In WWE right now, they are interested in him and doing something with him, so he should stay the course for now. Wow. Your name is atrocious, Zarn Barnes. <laughs> you made a lot of sense with that. That's actually a good take, and that's something I really didn't think about. That's really, that's really eloquently put. All right, guys, yes. let's get into our other uh, topic of today. It is renamed this team RK Bro. Guys, right now we have Darren Metzler. He says the Apex Riddle. Okay. Okay. That is not bad. That is not yeah. bad. Apex mm-hmm. Riddle, okay. okay. Uh, Dusty Onita says crap. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm not, I- not going to disagree. Not going to disagree. Uh, Justin Phoenix McCross says Viper Strike. Not bad. Okay. Uh, Paul Romanoff says the Green Bros. And I'm guessing that's Green for, for the Mary Jane. Okay. <laughs> um, Jeremiah Schaefer says RK No. That's uh. a good one. I like that one. I'm, I'm with it. Guys, you can jump in and say if you agree or disagree. It's all up to you. Uh, Christopher right. Wilson says Bro Force. Oh. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Chris Vert says long hair, don't care. No. Yeah, but Randy doesn't have any hair. That's yeah. true. That's true. 
That's true. <laughs> uh, Andrew Jones says, team extremely boring. Again, hey. I'm not going to hate on it. I'm behind it because we all know how I feel about it. Uh, uh, Mike Moorhead says, bro KO. Come on, bro. You what? literally just flipped it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, really? <laughs> Uh, Sean Johnson says R.K. Riddle. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I like this one. Kevin Young says Randy Broughton. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Josh Meir says WPV, wellness policy violation. What? That, that's funny. Uh, that's uh, funny. Right. Dustin McBride says boring. All right, Elio, you have any takes on this? You know, I I have I can't think of a name off off the top of my head, but I can see your POV because I'm telling you, like um, not this week, but the week before the Halloween week. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can see why you're so done with this team. I mean, Bro, Riddle and everyone backstage talk about Halloween. Riddle was saying, we could be the twins from The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see why. I'm like, no, I'm done with this team. R.K. Brover. Yep. Oh! I see what you did there. You you fooled us. You were swerving us. You said, I don't have one. R.K. Brover. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, yeah. Wait, you got anything? I got a couple. I think they suck, but I got Cheech and Chong. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and I got Borton, which oh. is Borton. I yep. I didn't know either. Or we can have a little song catchphrase type thing. Hey, diddle, diddle, Orton and Riddle. Oh. Stupid. But. Hold on. I have a question. Did they uh, have any entrance music this week? They did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Because then yeah. I went on YouTube to hear it, and um, I don't hear anything. It's like Randy Orton, uh, Randy Orton's theme with a real just saying bro over and over. There you go. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme. Yeah. That's not, that's not new. We hear Orton's music every week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got a couple of my names for RK Bro. Uh, first one is Bump Buddies. Um, you get it? They take a bump of them. And also, yeah. uh, they take bumps in the ring. Um, uh, another name is This Is Still Going. And of course, Ow. my last one is Randy. <laughs> so stupid, you, you know what? Every time Riddles does that now, I think of you, Rick. Every, every bro, single time. It is. It's like I'm you're like, a grown oh. ass man. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? It just doesn't make sense. Like, you're like, a grown ass man. He's asking right you like, what size dress do you wear, bro? <laughs> what? This Wendy. Is- and it's look at makes- that, Wendy. It makes Riddle look so stupid, and it's just like yeah. you were high. All uh, oh, pun intended. We were high on Riddle, but it's just like, what happened? Like, you're really making this guy a clown, and Randy Orton doesn't make it any better because he just stands there looking like a dick. Like, I'm Randy Orton. With his baggy-ass shorts, which are back, by the way. Notice that. You know what? Notice that. They're going back in the book. Randy Orton, your baggy-ass shorts, you just read the book. Again. Again. Ridiculous. (laughs) Let's move on on our show. We got uh, WWE releases, and boy, oh, boy, do we have a lot of them. 
You know, uh, it was reported this week that WWE released up to 18 superstars. Jeez. And here they are. We got Scarlett Bordeaux, Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, Oni Larkin, B-Fab, Jessica Maya, Zayda Ramir, Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Grandma Talik, who acts to be released, Lindsay Dorado, Karrion Cross, Nia Jax, Keith Lee, Harry Smith, Mia Yim, and Eva Marie. Wow. Mm. Okay. Wow. There's one here that surprises me. Which one surprises you? Harry Smith. Because they brought him, they yeah. had him do dark stuff. He didn't even get a chance to have a match on TV. And you, and you come yeah. in. Yep. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense why they would do that. Uh, Elio, that was your shocker. Which one did you not care about? Like, they got released and you're just like, eh, whatever. Eva Marie. And I'm sorry. And, and I and I Jax. Like, wow. You don't wow, have Nia really? Jax I've just never been a fan. Okay. Wow. You know, wow. I, I'll get into more of that with Nia Jax. You know, I've never been the biggest Nia Jax fan, but I would say the last year of her career, I have been actually kind of fond of her. And I've kind of thought what she was doing with Shayna Baszler was actually good. And mm-hmm. you know what? Just to get into it a little bit about Nia Jax's release, Nia Jax, they were saying, refused to get the vaccine, and that's why she was released. And Nia Jax reported, and she said, you know what, that's not true. Uh, yep. Over the last couple of months, I've asked for some time for my mental health, because I've been going through some things, and I've asked for some time off. And in reality, they asked for her to come back on November 15th, is what she said. They asked her to come back, yep. and she said, I need a little bit more time. And instead of giving her a little bit more time, they just released her. Now, if this is true, WWE, come on, man. Like the That's girls, shitty. she says she's struggling. It's mental health reasons, and you just release her. Like yep. it, it can't be because of the, the vaccine. I, although I do believe she should get the vaccine. Although I believe that anybody that's in the the sporting world should have should be vaccinated. Aaron Rodgers, but that's 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 my opinion. That's my POV. But Nia Jax, I mean, she's one of the big names you have in the company, and you just release her like that. You know, Clay, what are your thoughts? Like, what are your thoughts on this release of Nia Jax? I honestly think if all this is true of what she's, you know, going out and saying that, and, and you know, the key, and what we've seen over the years, especially in the sporting world, like mental health and in the world in general, mental health is huge. And if people need the time, they need the time. I mean, to a certain, to a certain point. Um, but just to lose her job like that, just for asking, that's made, that's shitty. I, I think yeah. that's my POV. That is very bad on the company, and whoever made that decision sounds like an ass. Yeah, it just and, I didn't uh, I didn't like that. Yeah, there, uh, there are a couple of the names on here that surprised me. Like Keith Lee, they just brought it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bear, was it Bear Claw? Bear Cat. Yeah, Bear Cat. B-Fab, hit roll. They just moved into SmackDown. Yeah. Well, let's just say, B-Fab wasn't the best in the ring. But, honestly, I thought B-Fab was a good placement. You know, she was good on the mic. She was good. She got attention, you know. 
Um, yep. But Vernon Hampton on the releases says, why? Just why? Like, why? <laughs> uh, Malik Pinky, Pinkney says, shit happens in the corporate world. I'm sure they'll be able to find jobs elsewhere easier than a lot of other folks in the world would. Wow. He don't give a fuck. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll find another job better than me. Um, Jeremiah Schaefer says, so they fired a huge portion of their actually good talent. Uh, I'm with you, brother. Yeah. I agree. Yep. It's a, um, Charles Basil says, wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Owen Wilson. Wow. Um, John Estrada says, thank God Naya is gone. <laughs> uh, what the heck? Mike Bryan says, it's a good thing. Really? It's a good thing? Wow. Uh, Sean All Johnson. these cuts is a good thing. No, yeah. it's a bad thing. What yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Sean Johnson says, Corey Graves is next. Please release him. You know what? I'm not mad about that. I don't, I'm not the biggest Corey Graves fan, but WWE yeah. loves them some Corey Graves, so I don't think he's going anywhere. I say put, put huh. Pat McAfee on Raw and SmackDown. He's more entertaining than Corey Graves. That's all. Yeah! All right, L.E.O. <laughs> Get some all more right. Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's why you're in the book. All right, Clay, what? Um, what are some big shocks for you for the WWE releases? If I have to look through here, it's uh, one big shock to me is Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's those are two that I think could have shined in the yeah. ma- on the main roster if given the right, you know, storyline and all that but i feel like vince never was on carrying cross's side i really uh-huh. don't like what he was going through raw and everything and then he comes out in this attire and his whole entrance is you know completely re- revamped and redone it's like his character just got killed the minute he got to raw and yeah. now he's released and that and you know that sucks scarlet was barely on raw and you know that's no, and, like Terry Cross did say this. He said he hated the fucking helmet. <laughs> uh, I bet. <laughs> it's, I just I, that just blows my mind. And another one is the same uh, Keith Lee. Like you got him this new nickname. You're tr- looking like you were giving him a push, and then you release him. I mean, like, he destroyed what? Cedric Alexander on TV. Like that's what he should be should have been doing. And we'll get more into Keith Lee during our rumors because this is there's some things that are supposed to be talked about and it's crazy. Um, anybody that you don't care, like they got released and you're just like, who cares? Well, if anybody knows, I'm going to say Eva Marie. Oh, God. Uh, yep. Bye bye. I do not care one bit. Um, and honestly, with BFAB. You know, okay. I, I liked I liked her spot in Hit Row. I mean, as a manager, yeah. but as an in-ring talent, girl, you need more work. But I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's just you know. I, in defense of Eva Marie, she's a great hmm. character. She's a great character. I'll just say that. Uh, for me, okay. the shocking releases, and I, you know what? Maybe it, I, I'm a, I'm all about the women because Ember Moon. That was shocking. Yep. You let Ember That's Moon another go, one. you know she's going straight to AEW. You know she's going to fucking oh, kill it over there. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you get rid of Frankie Monet? She's really? Had, she's had a championship match with Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, she just had a championship yep. match. She's one of the best characters you can ever have. And she's one of the veterans of women's wrestling. 
And you just got rid of her. You didn't even give her a chance. And you know what? Hats off to Frankie Monet because she said on her Instagram, she was just basically saying her dream came true, even though it was short-lived. You know what? They don't believe in her. She believes in herself. And you know what? Hats off to you. Um, as yep. for people that I don't care that got released, Oni Lorcan. What? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy uh, Thatcher I with 2.0. I, I don't care. I didn't have to flip that around. So I said uh, about Nine Jacks. I'm like, oh, now I'm looking closely. Only Lorcan is, yeah. That yeah, one he's stale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, and Trey Baxter. I didn't see it. Didn't see it. You know? Yeah. Cruiserweight guy, okay, maybe. But again, when it comes to, when you look at this long list, I, I prefer Eva Marie over Trey Baxter. I prefer BFAB over Trey Baxter. I prefer Nia Jax over Trey Baxter. I'm just saying, even Marie over Trey Baxter. Just saying, even Marie. Even Marie. Just saying, even Marie. All right, guys. <laughs> so that is said this. You prefer Eva Marie. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. I, I mean, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. You said it. You said it. I, no, I was just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. You, you said it, not me. <laughs> Um, but I just all right. So that is our Facebook post for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Again, thank you for all your comments. It's amazing that you guys are involved. Go to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV or Twitter at Wrestling POV or Instagram page at Wrestling POV One, and continue to listen to our show on all formats on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and TuneIn Radio for free every week. Right now, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! You know what? This is the only birthday of the week. And, and there were plenty of other birthdays, but this birthday was so fucking shocking to me that I said, this is the only one. This is the only one, all right? <laughs> I'm going to give you guys one guess each to guess how old this person is. Andrade had a birthday this week. Clay, how old do you think Andrade is? I'm going to guess 41. Okay, all right. Elio? 46. Wow, 46 and 41. Guys... Andrade is 32 years old. Really? <laughs> wow. Okay, I thought he was older than that. Yeah. <laughs> Happy 32nd birthday, Andrade. Not 46, not 41. He is 32 years old. Andrade, wow. bro, put the mask back on. You look tired. <laughs> you look tired, bro. You look yep. tired and you look old. Put the mask on. I mean, you're attractive. I'll give you that. That, that, that's why man. we get. That's why we guessed uh, those ages because he does look older. <laughs> I mean, he does. He's an attractive man. You know, I give it to him. But you look like an attractive middle-aged man. <laughs> you know <what> I'm, <laughs> I'm older than fucking Andrade. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you man. kidding me? That is and ridiculous. Rick, and Rick, you look like in your twenties, brother. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That is crazy. Crazy talk. Uh, All right, guys. It is time for the wrestling news from around the world. And you know what? This is probably the happiest I've been. The Miz loses on Dancing with the Stars. He's done. That's it. Yes. Yeah, but hold up. That means yep. he's going to be back on your television screen. And I, I that's, don't mind that's, that. That's fine. That's you know, fine. I'd rather see him on Raw than I would on uh, Dancing with the Stars. It was just He was just so cringy. <laughs> Elliot, yes. I don't know if you yeah. saw him on Instagram. He was just so cringy. No, I, I, just... no I didn't see it on Instagram. I saw, actually saw the actual videos. Oh, were, my they God. Were yeah. They were terrible. They were just terrible. Pinhead, 
Fucking yeah. Scar from Lion King, the right, Genie uh, from Aladdin. Why are you dancing to Darby Allen's name? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. It was just bad. The whole thing was bad. I'm glad it's over. Um, you know what it is? It's just, and then he has this thing, TikTok with his wife. Maurice is hilarious. I love me some Maurice. Not just because yep. of the looks, just because she's a funny person. But Miz is just like, come on. It's just like, oh. You're, you're overdoing it, bro. Everything is overselling with him. I'm but he doesn't do it in the right. ring. He, he comes off as fake. Yeah, he's just yes. so... It, it's so phony. I, I can't believe that that's who he really... It's just bad. It's bad. Um, and more serious news, in my last bit of news, uh, we have John Moxley enters an inpatient alcohol treatment program as released by Tony Khan, who had permission, and as mentioned by CM Punk on Dynamite this week. You know, um, our thoughts and prayers go out to Moxley and his family. You know, we have Renee Young, and he just had a daughter. Um, yep. This is a big step for him, you know, to put yourself through that and to go through it. Right, big ups to you, man. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you guys want to say anything? I just want to say, like I like at Punk, I'm very uh, proud of John uh, to know that he has a problem and to get that help. And that's another thing with, like, you know, other people in general, especially with men, they don't think they need help. Uh, you know, and I'm one of them. I am stubborn. I will say that. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't have any problems like that. I'm just saying. But you know, if somebody needs help, and it's it's smart for John to get that help. So I'm very proud of him. Nice, Elliot. Yeah, I'm proud of uh, John Moxley. Like he's he needs help. He's getting that help. So hope he gets uh, gets well soon. All right, yeah, awesome. All right, it is now time for the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent, Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. Welcome back to the NXT UK report. The show opened up with a video package hyping the women's title match later on tonight between Ginny and Nico Satomura. This match really needs to live up to the hype. Rampage Brown faced Flash Morgan Webster in the opening bout. Rampage Brown absolutely commanded this match from the opening bell, and at one point the commentary team called for a stoppage. Uh, there was no need for that, as he finished off the match in a commanding fashion himself via a doctor bomb for the pin. Angel Hayes and Isla Dawn faced off next, but I'm not sure you can really call it a match. Isla Dawn was all over Hayes like a rash until Dawn grabbed her hair and wouldn't let go, which resulted in a DQ. It was absolutely pointless and such a waste of a match. Igor Dragunov made a grand entrance into the studio worthy of his championship status and announced he was going to take the brand to the next level but needs that next level of opponents to make it happen. He thanked Akid for stepping up previously but is cut short by Rampage Brown who informs Dragunov they've got unfinished business and he would love to be the next challenger. Igor Dragunov uh, accepts the challenge and Brown drops Dragunov with a stiff right hand shouting, I don't need your respect, son, I just need your title. And the segment comes to a close. Uh, this is something I can really get invested in. Rampage Brown is one of those kind of guys that just elevates any match he's in. It's now time for the main event. The match started off in a, uh, fairly slow, with both women feeling their way into the match, um, much like Satomura's previous matches. Um, her age definitely affects the way and the flow of these matches. Uh, although saying that, she did hit a few early strikes, um, but for the most, Ginny controlled the match, and on several occasions, looks to have put the match to bed. 
Satomura simply refused to give in and near the end of the match found another lease of life to drive Ginny into the map with a big slam before nailing her with a scorpion rising and making a cover for the one, two, three. This match was exactly what Ginny needed and for once she looked like a real main eventer. I honestly think they made a huge mistake here by not switching the title. Ginny has got that charisma. He's got that hill persona that people love to hate. I just think that they're not using her to the best of her knowledge. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of her. I've previously said that, but she really impressed me tonight. Um, and in a week where we've potentially had the best match in recent WWE memory between Volta and Cesaro, a live event here in the UK, um, wasn't televised, but it was a great match, trust me. Um, this show, it really did live up to the hype and kept pace with that. Hopefully some senior eyes are watching the product this week and we get to see some UK superstars move over to the NXT 2.0. Although with the continued releases, I can't help but have that niggling thought, when will Vince pull the plug on this brand? It's got to happen, surely. I don't want it to, but I'm sure it will at some point. Um, I can't believe we've not seen any releases from this roster yet. Seems really suspicious to me. I think Vince might have just forgotten that he's got a UK brand. Who knows? This is Vince after all. This is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK Report. All right, Matt. Now, did Matt compare a match to a rash? Did I hear that correctly? Yes, yes, I believe so. Someone being all over another wrestler as a rash. You know what, Matt? All right. But I have to say, like, what he's saying is right. Satsumura, listen, she's up there in age. She's a champion. But Jenny, it was Jenny's time. You had, like she mm-hmm. had that match. She had the match. She was all over them. She should have won that match. She should have had the title. Um, and I think Matt is also correct when it comes to did Vince McMahon forget that he has NXT UK <laughs> because they didn't release anybody from there. He nope. just released. So I don't know unless their Black Friday is coming sooner rather than later. We don't know. Um, but yeah, and yeah, people. Matt Novak is in London, England, so he got to see the UK overseas match between Cesaro and Walter. And if Matt Novak is telling you that was a great match, I mean, he don't have to tell you that's a great match. We know Cesaro can go. We know Walter can go. So I just wish that was televised. That would have been a match to see for sure. Um, yes. Clay, let's get into some rumors. All right. Got some rumors going. Uh, Keith Lee had been perceived attitude issues backstage. He did not like the idea of doing jobs. Also, he didn't like doing jobs while he was in NXT and often complained. This is not coming from people in WWE, so take it for what it's worth. Oh, oh it is actually, right? It was coming from people in WWE. So, Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yep. So we don't know if it's like... We don't know if it's legit or not because WWE could be lying about it just to stay face. Be like, you know what? Well, he was giving us attitude problems. Elio, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Do you think Keith Lee is capable of being giving problems backstage? Uh, I don't think. I, I think. Uh, I don't think he he was uh, giving. He doesn't look like uh, the type to give attitude problems backstage. And now, and yeah, people just and, know, uh, and we hear a lot of stories. WWE yeah. is known for like uh, making up fabricating. Yeah. yeah, 
Yep. And, and just know, people that are listening to the show right now, this is just our POVs because we don't know Keith Lee. We don't know WWE like that, so we don't know what, what's the truth or not. That's why it's part of the rumors. But if I That's had right. to say, and it's my take on it, I honestly 100% believe Keith Lee was a problem backstage. I think Keith Lee, just, just based off of the way he acts and talks, I think he has a swagger about him that he is better than everybody. Um, I'm not the biggest Keith Lee fan, but I, I, I do with the salutations and oh, well givings. I, I think he does think he's better than people. That's just my take on it. I think he was a problem backstage, and that's probably what led to his release. Uh, Clay, what are your takes? You know, for me, and again, I don't know Keith Lee. I don't know WWE like that anyway. But how I see it, I don't see, I see Keith as a part of a humble type person, but there's another oh. part where I can see he can have a big head and think he's better yeah. than everybody else. So I'm seeing both sides 50-50, so I'm kind of in the middle of how, or what actually is the truth of what happened. So, yeah. okay. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, my other rumor is New Japan Pro Wrestling has made a big play for former NXT star Bronson Reed. That That's a huge splash right there. He's going by Jonah yeah. now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and he also posted a pic of him and Keith Lee. So maybe he's trying to recruit Keith Lee to go to New Japan. That would be, that would be woo! Those are two big boys. Uh, yes. I'm not the biggest Keith Lee fan, but that would be a great match. They had dead Jeff yep. Lee probably yep. over there. Oh, and yeah, they do have Jeff Cobb. Yep. Oof. That'll be... Ooh! Boy, <laughs> that's going to be hard-hitting. That's some big boys. All right. Yes. You know what? Let's just jump into our hot tag news. And boy, do I have <laughs> some heat for you guys. All right. So, let's get into it. Uh, Samurai, Samurai de Soul, otherwise known as Kalisto, made his AEW mm -hmm. debut this week. And after he made his debut, he tweeted the following. Prayed and talked to John, J-O-H-N, Brody Lee, before my match. Thank you for showing me your home, AEW, and giving me the strength and energy I needed today. Pray hands. Forever you're in my heart, Hermano. Now, Chris Jericho went and retweeted this tweet and said, You spelled his name wrong. And then, Amanda Huber, wife, widow of Brody Lee, says, uh, a fan responded, Amanda, this is really odd, respectfully, about Chris Jericho saying that. And she responded, why is that? I feel like it's reasonable to expect a level of respect of spelling someone's name right if you want to name drop them. Now, before I get into my POV, I'm going to go to Clay first because I have a lot to say about this. So, Clay, what are your thoughts on Kaliso's tweet, on Jericho's tweet, and on Amanda's tweet? Okay, so first on Kalisto's uh, tweet, I think it was very respectful uh, to get the respect of Brody there. Uh, yes, and, you know, people make mistakes. I understand, like, Kalisto's main main. Uh, language is probably Spanish. I don't know. I would guess. Yep. Uh, just to just to mess up the name like that, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, he's still paying respect to Brody. I'm sure he knew Brody from WWE, and and that was honest mistake. You know, people make mistakes every single day, and I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. Jericho 
I think overblew this. Yeah. I, I honestly do. I feel like to call him out like that through social media uh, for everybody to see, I don't think that was very, I don't think that was good of him. Honestly, yeah. I felt that was pretty shitty uh, to call him out like that. And I understand kind of where he is coming from, but at the same time, that's the wrong place to do it. Yep. And Amanda's tweet is kind of the same thing as Jericho. Like, don't, I mean, it's not like he, you know, called out on Brody or said shitty things about him. He was, he was, you know, given his props. And it's not right to call out Kalisto or Soria del Sol or whatever you want to call him now. And just the whole thing is overblown. I just think it's one thing that, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't be that. Shouldn't be as big. Yeah, yeah I got you. Uh, Matt Novak says the guy doesn't speak English as a main language, so the fact they made a deal of of getting it wrong in such a public way says more about them as people than they can that they can't appreciate someone remembering his legacy and paying respect to that. Um, I'm gonna read this next comment, and it's just because I want to blast them. Uh, Nick Foreman says you spelled her name wrong. No, her fucking name is Amanda. And on Twitter, she has a, her name, her hashtag name is uh, Amanda. Amanda. So no, her fucking name is Amanda. I spelled it right, you fucking moron. Um, ben Ramsdale says, feel for him, genuinely. I love AEW and in fairness, don't even like Kalisto as a performer. But he's obviously tried to say a nice thing and made a mistake. And he's being hounded by people for it, including top guys he probably respects. He probably feels like shit today for an honest mistake, and nobody should be made to feel like that over something so small. Much bigger things going on in the world than to get so mad about this. Uh, Hector George says, much ado about nothing. They're singling him out for some reason, trying to make him seem like he's chasing clout. Okay? Kenny Casanova, good friend of the show, says, Lucha House Party. Lucky he didn't call him Juan. <laughs> right? Like, he didn't call him a different fucking name. He called him John. Right. Um... Yep. Uh, Daniel All says, I can see both sides of the argument. Spelling someone's name right is just being respectful towards them, especially if they're dead. But Kalisto clearly did not do that with any ill will. Uh, Jay Wright says, it feels like Kalisto wasn't very close to Brody in Amanda's eyes, and she feels like he's just name-dropping him for attention. Just my opinion. Uh, Florian Goats says, one word, unnecessary. Kalisto showed his love and respect for Brody, and this should be most important. Every Everyone can spell a name wrong at some point. It's human. I don't think that Kalisto wants to offend anybody with that wrong spelling. It's like turning a mosquito into an elephant. And Zach Fellow says, fucking childish. Elio, what is your take on this whole thing? With that last comment, just said everyone, everyone, even the great Chris Jericho, I'm sure, has spelled a name wrong in, in the past. And I'm glad so you said that. What? You know what? <laughs> Instead of thanking Kalisto for that sentiment, they're, making, they're going after him for misspelling a name. I've had yep. people spell my name with two L's. I don't yeah. get, get all bad. So, exactly. Um, like, I, I just think it's childish. Yep. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm glad you brought up about Jericho misspelling names before because people are pulling up tweets about his Eddie Guerrero tweet when he I spelled Eddie E-D-D-Y. Now, that. yes, Eddie Guerrero in WCW did go by EDDY, but for his personal life and for his career in WWE and everywhere else, it's been EDDIE. So, yep. Jericho, what's the deal? You know? Uh, Danny Dawes Jr. says, I have to side with Kalisto on this one. 
Jason Ortiz says, I wouldn't care at all. I wouldn't correct it. I let them be fake mad and I keep living life. It's not like they're going to do anything about it. They only acknowledge the misspelling and not the good sentiment. Then I let them be miserable. Ryan Caldwell, this is a different take, says, she's not wrong. If you're dropping names for clout, then that says more about Samurai Del Sol than it does Amanda or Chris being petty. Now, let me ask you guys this. Did you think he was doing it for clout? Do you think he dropped Brody's name for clout? I, and you know, that's, that's, I'm playing devil's advocate here. It possibly could be, but in another time, it's like, he may not even be thinking that at all. Maybe that was, you know, his first shine in AEW, you know, maybe because when he thinks, you know, AEW, he's maybe thinking of Brody. I, and we don't know the relationship between Brody exactly. and Kalisto. So exactly. it's like, how, how would we, how would we, you know, know that? You know, and a lot of people yeah. have been saying that. They were like, oh, well, he wasn't even close to Brody. How the fuck do you know? How do exactly. you know? These guys are on the road together all the time. What the fuck you mean? Like, how do you yep. know that? Because they could have been traveling up and down the road at, yes. at some point during their time in the baby. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Anthony says it's really not that serious, especially when you know what he was trying to say. Uh, Mike Toramina says John instead of John. Seriously? It's not like he butchered Brody Lee or something. Uh, yeah. Tony Rinaldi Jr. says it's not like he called him a completely different name like Dave or Hank. Uh, Brian Christopher Box says, too hateful. Somebody missed a, later, a letter on his name. Accidents happened. Could have been autocorrect, too. Um, Stephen Terry says, that was pretty attention-seeking on their part. I agree with that. Um, and Zarn Barn makes a return. Says, <laughs> the common way to spell his name is with the H in it. Also, how often did you see his real name? Kalisto probably never saw it written down anywhere. Some people are going to misspell it. Even people that were close to him in the business, they probably either just referred to him by his kayfabe names, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, or if they did say his real name, John Huber, they probably never seen it written down and assumed John, J-O-H-N, the common version of the name instead of John, J-O-N. You know what? No, that, that's right. how I always spell John, with J-O-H-N. Yeah. Yep. If, yeah. if I had if never seen his name spelled, I probably would have done the same. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Suraj Mishra says, uh, I don't think English is even Kalisto's first language. So this is kind of harsh, not going to lie, because it's not even like he's insulting him. And again, same thing. Zach Zulo, why are we still trying to... Oh, this is the comment I wanted to talk about. This is the last comment I'm going to read before I jump into mine. Zach Zulo says, why are we still trying to milk this guy's death? Some of y'all act like he was a Hall of Fame material. Good worker, but definitely nothing to get upset over nearly a year after his death. It's the wrestling business. Remember him, but move on. Yep. Now, I know a lot of people right now, they just got their panties up in a bunch. How dare you say that about Luke Harper? How dare you say that about Brody Lee? How dare you say that about John Huber? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for Rick Serrano III's POV on this situation. Now, let me tell you something. Kalisto, one of my favorites, let's be honest. I love Kalisto when he was in WWE. I think what he did on uh, Dynamite this week was fucking great. But let me tell you something. The guy is just fucking praising a friend that he lost. And this was his time to fucking do it. 
He was on AEW this past week, and he said, you know what? Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you, Brody Lee. Prayers and everything went out to you. Great. Chris Jericho, one of my favorites of all time, you know? But I have to say this, and Josh Sanders, you're about to get a fucking erection because what I'm about to say about Chris Jericho. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are, Chris Jericho? Who the, what gives you the fucking right to fucking blast Kalisto like this? Who the fuck do you think you are? That is not even okay. Like, it really fucking hurt my soul that he did this. And let me tell you something about soul. I honestly thought that this was Fuego del Sol from AEW. And I got fucking mad. I was like, why would Chris Jericho do that against somebody? But when I found out it was Kalisto, it fucking set me fucking way higher than that. I was so pissed off that Chris Jericho would have the audacity, the blasphemous, the asinineness to do this. I'm making up words, I know. But this is honestly ridiculous. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? And you know what? Chris Jericho has been saying and doing a lot of fucking sketchy things. And listen, people, I'm not trying to get political here, but you know what? My political stance and Chris Jericho's political stance are two different things here. I don't believe in the things that Chris Jericho believes in. Do I think he's a bad person for it? No. Absolutely not. Everybody is right. They have their own opinion. They have their own right to believe in what they believe in. And I'm fine with that. But you know what, Chris Jericho? I'm going to fucking call you out for this bullshit. Who the fuck do you think you are? That is absolutely absurd for you to come at Kalisto like that. The guy did nothing wrong. You have to be a man. If If you're really pissed off about this... Go and talk to him in the back. Send him a fucking private message. How exactly. dare you come at him like this and fucking public? And you know what? And thank you. The fucking wrestling community fucking finally got something right. The toxic wrestling community fucking finally came together and said, Chris Jericho, you're fucking wrong. All these comments, we have over a thousand comments talking about this shit. And most of them, 90% of them are saying Chris Jericho's wrong. This is fucking yep. amazing. Like, we finally fucking got together and said, you know what, guys? This is fucked up. This should not be happening. When it comes to Amanda Huber, girl, let me tell you something. You lost your husband. I fucking feel for you. That is, I don't know what that feels like. I've, not, I've never had a loss that big. And I'm sorry that you lost your husband. But that is not okay. What you did was not okay. He was not clout chasing Kalisto worked with this man. He knows him. You know, I lost somebody that I worked with uh, due to COVID. I wasn't the closest person with her. But you know what? It fucking hurts. I feel it. When I fucking walk around the building and I walk past her classroom, I fucking feel it. You know, it fucking hurts to lose somebody that you've worked with. You don't have to be best friends. And you know what? And you do get to share a fucking sympathy or pain that you've gone through because of that. So, Amanda, you're fucking wrong. And you shouldn't have done that. Especially everything that the fucking wrestling business has done for you since your husband has passed away. You know? Your son is plastered all over AEW. You know? Your husband's legacy is fucking immortalized in AEW. So, show a little fucking gratitude to what the wrestling business has given you. You know? And you know what? And let's get into this Zach Zulu comment about... Why are we still trying to milk this guy's death? Absolutely. AEW, you are milking this shit. 
And let me tell you something, and I know Tony Diaz is listening. Tony Diaz has wrestled with John Huber. You know, he's wrestled. He's fucking rode the road with this guy. He knows him. But I'm going to be honest with you. Let's not act like Luke Harper, Brody Lee, John Huber was a fucking Hall of Famer. Let's not act like he was Eddie fucking Guerrero that died. Let's not act like he was Owen Hart that fucking died. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sad. It was sad that fucking Luke Harper, Brody Lee, John Huber passed away. No, I don't wish death on nobody. But let's not act like what he did in the wrestling business is up to Eddie Guerrero's stature, up to Owen Hart's stature. You know, he was a mid-carder. And you know what? I will say this. Kalisto had a better career than him. Kalisto had a fucking WrestleMania match against Ryback. Yeah, it was on the pre-show, but it was fucking damn good. U.S. title. And don't, don't get me wrong. So did Luke Harper. He had an Intercontinental title match, you know, with Dolph Ziggler. He was good. He wasn't fucking great. He wasn't great in AEW. He was there for a couple of months. And then he passed away, unfortunately. And then they fucking immortalized this guy. Though, again, don't get me wrong. The guy is a great guy. I hear a lot of great things about him from Tony, from fucking people in the business. How, how big of a heart he had. But let's not act like he was a fucking world-class professional. That he was the best fucking wrestler in the business. Let's not fucking immortalize this guy like he's the fucking greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm sorry for those people that are getting pissed off at me. But I got to call a spade a spade. We're acting like Brody Lee was one of the all-time greats. Now, what happens in AEW when someone else passes away, unfortunately? You know? Like, we don't see it. Let's say. Yeah. Let's just say. And I, I, I don't want to say a name. We'll just say Wrestler X passes away. Are you going to do what you did for Brody Lee? Are you going to have a whole fucking yep. show? No. I don't think you're going to do that. So what does that say? Now you're putting Brody Lee above everybody else. That's not right. That's not okay. So what are we going to do about this? You know? Um, again, Chris Jericho, go fuck yourself. Your fucking damn ego is going in the book. You know, I said I wasn't going to put Jericho back in the book. Fuck you, Chris Jericho. You're in the book. Your damn ego is in the fucking book. You just made the book! Yes, and I did take it from you, motherfucker. I took your list, and I call it the book. That's what I do. I take shit, and I make it better. So fuck you, Chris Jericho. You know, I don't give a fuck about you no more. You're a piece of shit. Like, this is fucking world-class shit. And you know what? I saw some people comment and say, you know what? This may be a racial thing. And you know what? I'm not going to say it is. Uh, but, but and Clay, you can, you can disagree if you want. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's a racial thing. Not. But coming yeah. from Chris Jericho... I wouldn't put it past him. Wouldn't put it past him. But that's, that's again, that's my take on it. Fuck you, Chris Jericho. I think you fucked up. I think you should be blasted on social media. I think you should fucking have an open apology, a public apology for fucking Kalisto. And if this fucks over Kalisto so working at AEW, then WWE fucking sign him back. Sign him fucking back. Like, he, his career should not be jeopardized because he fucking misspelled the name. John! Yeah. He misspelled John! And this is what we're talking about? Jeez. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to close out right now with our, our hot tag news. Clay, Elio, if you guys have anything more you want to add to it, now's the time. Just the fact that I'm, I'm thinking about it, too, and if Brody were here and you would ask him this and that's what I'm saying. So yeah. 
I'm sorry to cut you off, Clay. The thing that's bothering me about it, if Brody was here, how would Brody take this? You know, Brody, I don't think Brody would give a fuck. You know, I don't know if that's where you were going with it, Clay, but I don't think Brody would give a fuck. Is that where you were going with it? Yes, that's before that happened. Yes, uh, I just wanted to think of if Brody were here and say, how many times have somebody somewhere messed up John and John and your name? And do you really think he would make that big of a deal? I don't think so. Me not knowing Brody, but just thinking about it, because I've had my name mixed up so many times too. Clay, C-L-A-Y, of Clay, K-L-A-Y. You know, it. I don't care. It's still the same name. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, I, like I said earlier, uh, I've had my name spelled with two L's. I've had my last name spelled with one N. Yeah. Oh, it's so, uh, so far. I, I can't believe this is where we are in 2021. Arguing about letters. Bro. And that's why they fucking put erasers on pencils. We fucking make mistakes. That's why you can edit on Facebook. You can't edit on Twitter. Maybe we should have an editing tool on Twitter. Maybe that's what this whole thing's about. Fucking fix Twitter. Make it so that he can edit things. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for the fucking wild out things you guys did. Thank you guys for fucking commenting. I appreciate it. Again, we've had so many comments. It was amazing that you guys really fucking stood behind Kalisto. Again, I am so happy for the wrestling community. I think this was a fucking big fucking win in the wrestling community. Thank you again for that. Uh, With that being said, guys, we're going to take a pause for the cause. When we come back, we got a new segment, and it's called Battle for the A-Show. Stay tuned! This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Hey guys, this is Kevin Owens. Make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Take it easy, guys. All right, and we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and pick up a shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling, of course. With that, guys, you guys will get a nice t-shirt. We get some money, you know, a little little exchange of the funds right there. It'll be great for us. It'll be great for you. It'll be a great time wearing a Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirt. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Now, we are moving on to our new segment called Battle for the A-Show. Now, what this is about is simple. It's very similar to this week in wrestling. We're going to go over each show. And we're going to go over our highs and our lows. But we're going to give the title of the A-Show this week. So that's what, exactly what we're going to do. And with that being said, it is time to get raw. Clay. So we're going right into Monday Night Raw. Uh, low points for me was the Queen Selena and Carmella versus Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Look, this whole Queen Selena thing is not working whatsoever. I'm tired of the switch accents with her. I'm tired of seeing her in the ring. It just, it's not working. Yeah, it is still, not. They're still doing that accent, aren't they? Yes, yeah. yes, throughout. Yeah, it's yeah, switched yeah. from a British to when, herself. When, when, and it's when like, Booker T did it, that was fine because it, it, it was entertaining. This isn't the same. Right, right. Yeah. I just... Uh, and they won the match against the tag I, team champs. They what? have to win, Clay. They have to oh. win. They have to win. It's She's the queen. I'm sorry. Fucking, fuck Nikki Ash, guys. 
Come on. I'm not saying that the tag team of Rhea and Nikki is like great and everything, but they are the tag champs. I get it. Come on. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Uh, Rick, what was your uh, low point? Oh, for me, my low point was Austin Deary defeating Rey Mysterio. You know, just even the promo before that whole thing. Again, we're doing this shit again with Rey. Oh, they're using me to get a push. Using- we, we've heard this fucking story so many fucking times. Come on, mm-hmm. how many times are we going to do the same shit with Rey Mysterio? This is why, I honestly, I feel like Rey needs to just ride off into the sunset. Just fucking move on, Ray. It's over, bro. Like, it's the same stories with you and fucking same promos with you. And then the match wasn't even all that great. And then you have a DQ on a slap. Like, the referee's back was to Dominic. He didn't even see the slap. So I don't understand how there was a DQ there. It was just, that That for me was my low point. I, I just, uh-uh, it wasn't for me. All righty. And Elio, what was your low points overall? Ripley and Nikki Ash uh, versus Carmella and Selena Vega. Yeah, just, just not yeah. not very good. Um, my high points though was the uh, start match: Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. I thought these two put on a great match uh, with everything. Bianca really showed again why she is the EST of WWE. She's She's awesome to watch, and how Becky won, that was good, too. So I gave that as a big high point for me. Uh, yeah, I 1,000% oh, agree with you. You know, I, I honestly think that that was the high point of Monday Night Raw. You know, they opened up the show with a banger. They had a title match. Uh, I think what Becky did with the dastardly thing, with pulling off the turnbuckle and pushing her into the exposed turnbuckle, that's cool. That's very old school. I really appreciated this match. Honestly, I prefer this match over the Big E KO match. And I know we said earlier we want to see Big E versus KO, but not the way they had it. The way right. they had it, it was just like like uh, Seth hits him with a fucking clipboard yeah, and, and the fucking yep. Big E just roll, acts like he's laid out and he just rolls over on KO and KO just gets the crucifix pin. I didn't like that. But this Becky Lynch-Bianca Belair match with the dastardly heel move it still worked, right, Elio? Like, this yeah, was a high that, point for you as well? Uh, that, that's my high point, the, the Becky Lynch Bianca Miller match. Yeah. I really enjoyed that match. Yeah, and you know what? And, and just to throw this out there, you know, Finn Balor, Chad Gable, that was another high point for me. That was a good match. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I want to see more. I got to see more of Otis and Chad Gable, man. Like, Absolutely. Honestly, put Otis, you know what? This is the Otis we said it. You said it last week, Clay. You know, put Otis in the title picture. This is the Otis that should have won Money in the Bank. Put him in the title exactly. picture. Him versus Big E, that's what I want to see. I want to see some man meat on man meat. You know what? I want to see it. <laughs> that's right. This this new Otis is scary, man. I, I like how this, this is going. And even with Gable with him, makes it that much better. And the match, like you said, Rick, with Balor and Gable was very, very exciting to watch for me. So that was another high point for me. Overall, I, overall, I gave Raw an A- minus this week. Uh, Rick, what'd you I, give it? Overall, I gave I did give Raw an A this week. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Elio. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good. So I gave this one an A as well. All right, yes. all right. Uh, it's time for AEW Dynamite. Boom. Uh, you guys know where I'm going with this one. If you agree with me, jump all over it. MJF's promo, lowest point of the night. Oh. It was terrible. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You know, I. 
I, I don't want to see him talking no more. No. I don't want to see it. It's terrible. This is just you're, as bad right, as Happy you're, Corbin. You're a wrestler. Wrestle. <laughs> Yeah. This honestly, bro, this is the worst than Happy Corbin. And, and I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it this. is. <laughs> this. If I didn't like MGF, if I hated MGF now, I hate him even more after I saw this uh, the documentary video of that uh, uh, last week. Uh, it was just nothing but matches from CCW. The character yeah. you're, you're seeing here yeah. was a character he was in MLW. Was the character he was in Combat Zone. It's the yeah. same character. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Do you guys have any other low points of Dynamite this week? Um, if I had to go, it was the uh, and I think I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this. The CM Punk promo with Eddie Kingston. Wow. wow. I I I I thought it was average. I'm sorry, what Punk was that to Dynamite? No, that was Dynamite when he was talking about Moxley and then yeah, yeah, how yeah. Punk. And how Punk said that uh, Kingston's not here, and they have beef, and blah blah blah, oh, and then we'll it. see it. On, um, we'll see it on Rampage, yeah. which I'm like, okay, it's another typical CM Punk showing off to the crowd promo type thing. I thought it was okay. Um, it was more on the lower side for me, so I would have to say that. I have another little point: the American yeah. Top Team Inner Circle promo. Mm, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely yeah. agree with that. What was it? What was so? Why was it so low for you, Elio? The, the whole segment itself. I'm just starting. When have we ever heard the uh, the crowd chanting, "Shut the fuck up"? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Mm. Yeah, for sure. It, it's just not. It was not okay. Um, for me, my high point of Dynamite this week. You know what? FTR defeating Samurai Del Sol and Aerostar. And you know what mm-hmm. pisses me off about this whole thing? Is that fucking Kalisto looked fucking amazing. Jericho looked like shit. And fucking Kalisto might not have a job at AEW. That's some bullshit right there. That's really? some bullshit. But this yeah. match was great with FTR and uh, Arrowstar and uh, Samurai the Soul. Elio. Yeah, this match was my high point. But um, I gotta say, the, the way they won the AAA Tag Team championships that was dressed as uh, the Super Rhinos or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, the, the way they wanted to, like, uh, dressing up like that, I thought that that uh, was... But, uh, no, coming out as themselves with the championships, this match was great. Yeah. All right, Clay? That was definitely a high point for me. I will agree. The FTR versus... Uh, Sway- or, uh... Del Sol and Aerostar. I thought it was a great match. Another high point for me was Andrade versus Cody Rhodes. I, you know, and as much as we say, yes, Cody Rhodes' ego is fucking up there. I will say that till, you know, the ego is not there anymore, but it always will be. But these put on, these guys put on a good match. I really enjoyed the match uh, with FTR coming out and the Lucha Bros coming out. I mean, we'll see that rivalry in itself. And I just really enjoyed that match. Yeah, you know, uh, for Dynamite this week, it had its ups and downs. I think it had more downs than it had ups. So, so for me, overall, I gave it a C plus this week. Elio, I'm gonna go with a C. Okay, uh, Clay, I gave it a C as well. All right, Elio, time for some NXT POV. Okay, NXT from low points. Okay, right, right off. <laughs> Zion Quinn and Robert Stone. Yes. Uh, one low point. No, that, yeah. that segment was terrible. 
Yeah, and you mm-hmm. know, especially when you have the nickname like the Samoan Ghost, like, come on, man, what are you doing that- with Robert Stone? Yeah. Like, it yeah. doesn't that- make sense what you're doing. That uh, is a badass I- nickname. It is. It's fucking amazing, bro. Like, I wish I was Samoan just so I could have it. Um, for me, my lowest point was Duke's Poker Room. What are you doing with Cameron Grimes? Yeah. What is going on with this? What is this whole Poker Room thing they got going on? Fucking release Dude. Duke. Release him. <laughs> you release Frankie yeah. Monet for Duke's Poker Room? <laughs> exactly. Come on. Exactly. Come on. Uh, Clay, what do you think low point? Another low point for me was this whole lashing out with Lash Legend <laughs> with Tony D'Angelo. What? First of all, what the hell is this segment? What the hell are you trying oh. to do here? She, I, I don't, I don't like it at all. And plus, you bring Tony D'Angelo in, which I feel like he's forcing this whole accent shit. Bro. I, I don't. Ugh. As someone who's half Italian, I'm a little fucking offended. I'm just telling you what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> fucking Tony D'Angelo, a little I'm fucking Italian offensive. Too, that, I'm a little fuck, you know, Elio's fucking Italian, a little fucking offended. I, I can't stand there, this character. It just, it sounds so forced. Yeah, it's terrible. Yes, it is. Elio, uh, high point. But, hey, my sister. I have a... Uh, the Tommaso Ciampa segment only because he knocked out Trick Williams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, for me, the high point of uh, NXT had to be Legato the Fantasma defeating Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Yep, I you know, that one as well. I love the shirts, yep. the LDF, the NWO with the Mexican flag. I thought that was awesome. Um, yep. Honestly, LDF, they can go. Uh, the only thing, and I'm going to pick it apart a little bit, these guys, Kyle O'Reilly and Van Wagner, fucking big to be losing to Legato yes. Fantasma. Uh, that's the one yep. thing I'm just like, wait a second, guys. This is uh, kind of not believable. Clay, do you agree with this match as your high point? I agree 100%. I really enjoyed the Legato del Fantasma versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. I thought these teams really didn't go. I was kind of shocked because of how much WWE is wanting to push Vaughn that they made him and Kyle lose to Legato Del Fantasma, which I'm not upset about because I'm a big Legato Del Fantasma fan. Um, Like you said, Rick, I love the shirts uh, that they're trying to do, and this whole match was great. So I had to say that. Uh, I do have to say about NXT, though, some side notes here. Uh, Jeet Rama, who did, lost to Solo Sequoia, who had his fucking debut match, which he should have had last week. Jeet got released right after this match. <laughs> so, yeah. Even, even uh, whatever, like Fred Lopez, Katrina Cortez. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, it's just terrible, man, that they went down that uh, road. And also, the other thing about NXT, we all saw that look that Ciampa and fucking Gargano gave each other. Yeah, uh, don't do it. Don't we do don't it. need, bro. We don't need to see this again. We really don't. No, we definitely it's... don't. <laughs> definitely not. Elio, uh, what was your overall? My, uh, I just want a C plus. Okay. Okay. I want a C. All right. All right. I uh, gave it a B minus. Okay. All right, it's now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. And I'm going to tell you right now, SmackDown was a letdown as per use the last couple of weeks. Um, 
my lowest point is going to always be fucking Happy Corbin. Yes. I do not want to see Happy Corbin and Mad Gab fucking Moss. What the nope. fuck do you want to call him? Mad Cap Moss. Terrible. Mm. I have a question. I'm how, not how, behind this. I have a question. Yeah. How far has have the Viking Raiders fallen? Bro. Ugh. Ever since that WrestleMania match from with the, the fucking from, turkey legs and all that from, from ninja war, stuff. From the War Raiders in NXT to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrible. And if I was to be that guy, AEW seems a lot better for them than WWE. <laughs> I'm just saying. WWE turned them into cartoons. Um, if you guys yep. agree on this being your low point time in right now, if you have anything else, you still yeah, happy talk for me was was really bad. Um, I will say that it's just the like Elio said, the Viking Raiders just have fallen compared to what they have been, and well, we're not happy. Blah, blah. I'm like, uh, come on, this whole segment was bad. I also gave a low point to what the hell was Sami Zayn doing with Hit Row segment? Yeah, yeah I don't even know what to call that. Like. How you make uh, Sammy look like an idiot going out there and dancing shit all around in the ring, and then you have Hit Row, who's supposed to be the new guys on SmackDown, come out and kind of make fun of Sammy. Which yeah. I'm like, what was this? What was this? I didn't understand. Was it the timing? Was it? I don't. I don't understand what where they were going with it. Yeah, no, it was bad. Like the whole thing from backstage to going into the ramp and all that. It's just like it just didn't make sense. And Hit Row mm-hmm. is supposed to be baby faces, but they're doing kind of heelish things to Sami Zayn, who's also a heel. It just doesn't really make sense. And then I was missing B Fab. I'm gonna be honest. I think B Fab would have made that segment a little bit better than what it was. Just gonna say that. If, Elio, it just point. felt weird. Yeah. It just felt weird for her not being there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, low, low, low points or high points? Yeah, yeah, your low point. Oh, no, that, that, the whole uh, Madcap and uh, Happy Corbin yeah. stuff was most of my low points. Yeah, for sure. And for me, the high point, uh, Los Lotharios. First of all, that's a fucking tongue twister, and Tony is going <laughs> to fucking hate it. I mean, I started saying it. So imagine, Tony, Los Lotharios. Uh, defeating Cesaro and Monsoor. First of all, who the fuck put this team together with Cesaro and Monsoor? Right. right? It just doesn't right? make sense. I just I, I love seeing right. Cesaro back on my screen. I'll give him that. That's amazing. Uh, but uh, Los Lotharios, they look really good together. I love their finishing yes. move. Um, I thought this was the highest point of SmackDown this week. Uh, Clay? Yeah, I have to agree with you, man. I love this tag team with Garza and Carrillo, uh, Los Lotharios. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, and like you said, this whole tag team with Cesaro Mansoor, that must have been, you know, on the spot. Because what, what the what the hell? Yeah. Um, if you're going to do that to Cesaro, just put him back with Sheamus. Bring the bar back. You know, yeah. I just have, have him do that because it was working. And then you guys cut him or switch him on both uh, brands. Just bring him back. They could do real good in this. So I thought that was the high point. And I also gave a high point to Jimmy Uso versus King Woods. Um, thought it was a good match. The, the storyline in general was good. Um, with Roman being, you know, how he is, the head of the head of the table. And I just thought this match was really good. Yeah. Uh, Elio? Yeah, my, my, my high point was Cesaro Mansoor and uh, Los Otarios. Um Roman Reigns, the Roman, uh, sorry, the Jimmy Uso King Woods match, and uh, one side note, I have a the Shotzi Blackheart promo backstage. Yeah. Yo. Oh. Yeah. Ho, ho. 
We got I'm Steve glad Shossi. you said that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, love I love it, man. I, I love the Steve Shossi Blackheart. Yeah, so we'll yes. see where we go with it. Uh, overall, I gave SmackDown this week a big old D. Uh, Clay? I gave it a C-. minus. All right, Elio? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the D because SmackDown has been really... Yeah. Not good. After they're good, after they're good one week, they go on a fucking streak of bad weeks. It takes a while for them to get back to a good thing. I'm glad Roman was back. That's for sure. And I'm glad they fucking pointed yes. it out that it sucked without him. Um, definitely yeah. was better. Uh, Clay, let's just get into some Rampage. All right. We're going right into Rampage. Uh, low points for me was the Bunny versus Red Velvet. I'm just over this rivalry in general. Um, I know it was a tournament per se match, but it just it wasn't there for me. And then plus Red Velvet getting the win, okay, that's fine. But then you're going to throw her into a match against Jade again, yeah. which Jade freaking killer. Jade I'm just killer. you know, yeah, I'm with you. That was yeah. a terrible match with the Bunny and Red Velvet. I it was just like this sucks. But I have to say my lowest point was John Silver Adam Cole promo. With Mark Henry, it is mm. bad. It is really bad. Like, how bad can you get? How how come how come all these promos are bad? The with, with the, all these promos with Mark Henry are bad, but then the matches because, are good. Yeah, the right. matches it, are good. It's it's Mark, Mark, I feel like doesn't change anything with how he started from the beginning to yeah. now. And he's had maybe like, what, seven or eight times of doing that. It's now yeah. time for the main event. Like, change it up a little, brother. Like, you know, I, it's I don't not know. Working, you know? You know. It's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Elio, what was your low point of Rampage? Uh, my low point was that uh, promo went down to Silver. And also, I've got the, the Red Velvet and the Bunny. Okay. I'm, not, I, I'm looking at the time here. Three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, high points for me was the match between Adam Cole versus John Silver. I really enjoyed this. Adam, I feel I can go with anybody. John Silver with this whole budge thing, I, I find it funny. Uh, you know, this, is, this match was really good for a main event role. And, you know, with Cole getting the victory, I'm not surprised at all there. But yeah. it was still a solid match. Uh, yeah. Rick, high points. You know what? I kind of disagree. My highest point for me was CM Punk's and Eddie Kingston's promo. This was a great promo. It was a great pull apart. I believed it. I was hyped for it. I'm hyped for the match. Even though Eddie Kingston's not the greatest wrestler in the world, but CM Punk it no. Um, I think <laughs> the two of them could definitely put on a good story and yep. tell a good story in the ring. I think it's going to be a decent mm -hmm. match. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yes, definitely. That was another high point for me. Uh, Elio, what was yours? Yeah, that was what I, I saw the videos on uh, on Instagram looking back. Uh, that was definitely a high point. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. So I'm looking forward to that match. All right. All right. Overall, I gave the, uh, Rampage a B this week. Uh, Rick? I gave it a B plus. It's a really good show. All right. And Elio? Yeah, I'm going to go with the B as well. All right, guys. All right. So now it is time to name the A show this week. You know what? I'm going to give it to Raw. You know, Raw is the only show I gave an A to, so I honestly think it was the A show. Elio? I have to go with Raw as well. All right, Clay? I had to go with Raw as well. All right, wow. So, so Raw, which is normally called the A show, 
of WWE is now the A show for this week for Wrestling POV Podcast. So congratulations to Monday Night Raw. You know what, guys? We've been doing a lot of talking, but let's open up the book and get some reading in. You know what? Our first person on the book, Clay. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I'm going for the longest tenure in the book, so. You're staying. You're staying. Stay. All right, Heyman's googly eyes. Stays. 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 Yeah. Stays. Yeah. Sasha's ghetto laugh. <laughs> Was she even stays. there? Stays. No, but it's still. No, you know yeah. what? It was a good point. Charlotte wasn't there either, right? Nope. So that's no, she was point. not. Maybe she's getting some disciplinary actions. I don't know. She, she was listening to the show. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Baldy Sam, go fuck yourself. No, no, fuck him. He stays. Fuck him. Uh, Omos' choppers. Stays. Again. Stays. Again. Yeah. They're doing the same yep. shit, too. Like, first of all, why are they bringing him out during a tag team match without AJ? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, I don't see what Right. There was no. AJ wasn't even on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Dunn's camera shots stays. 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 Uh, Cody and Brandy's damn eagle stays. Stays. Even though he lost, even though he lost, he still has a damn eagle. Stays. Uh, oh yeah, he does. Uh, Britt Baker's Badonka booty butt. <laughs> Man, two weeks in a row, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> the new NXT logo stays. Stays. Tony Khan's damn eagle stays. stays. And back in the book, Randy's oversized shorts. Stays. And of course, the fucking new entrance to the book, and it's going to stay here for a fucking long time as long as I'm fucking living. Chris Jericho's damn ego stays. Stays. Fuck off, Jericho. Fuck, man. I can't believe I'm saying this, but fuck you. All right. We're about to close out the show, and after we close out the show, we're going to go into the five-second shuffle where I play... Uh, a song for five seconds at random. I shuffle it, and uh, the guys have to guess what song it is. The first one to five wins, and let's get started with this, shall we? All right, well let's close out first. I am your host, the third wheel, Rick Shroud the third, along with the fifty dollar man, Clay Cummings, and the gentleman, Elio Canella. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace out. All right, Elio, you are the current champion. Do you want to go first, or do you want to pass it on to Clay? I'll go first. Oh, Elio wants to go first. Here we go. I'm a bad man. Rikishi. Rikishi, yes, it is. Wow. On the board, one nothing. Clay, it is on you. Here you go. Is that Taz? It is Taz. Good job, Clay. Yes. I always said there's a difference between him and Ciampa. He has the boom, 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 boom in the beginning. Ciampa goes Mm -hmm. straight into the beeping. All right, Elio, are you ready? Yes, sir. Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid, yes. Nice. All right, up two to one is on Clay. Here you go, Clay. Uh, 
Uh, is that Hardcore Holly? No, it is not. Elio. Uh. one <sighs> road dog you know what elio you're fucking close you're close <sighs> but you're wrong it is definitely it is the one billy gun oh, wow. <laughs> all right it is on elio now uh elio's up two to one here we go Is that Melina? No, it is not. Clay. Is that Candace Michelle? It is not. It is Eve. Eve. All right. Okay. All right, Clay, it's on you. Okay. Down two to one. Is that Sable? It is Sable. Good job. Yeah. It is now tied right. two to two. It is on Elio Canella. Here you go, Elio. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. It is a little softball there. It is Elio's <laughs> up three to two. It is now on to Clay. Here you go. Is that uh, Scotty Too Hotty? We're going to look at the judge's card. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Yes. It's too cool. Oh. Scotty Too Hotty, Brian Christopher, I'm giving it to you. Tony wouldn't have given right. it to you, but I'm going to give it to you. It is now tied 3-3. Three to three. It is on Thank Elio. you, brother. Elio, here you go. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock, good guess. It is now Elio up four to three. Clay, you need this to stay alive. Uh, is that Rico? No, it is not. Oh. Elio for the win. I got nothing. Rocky Maivia. Oh. oh, now see, I thought I heard that before, but I didn't. <laughs> I had no clue. All right, All right. Elio, it's on you. K Quick. K Quick for the win. Elio wow. is the champion. He continues his reign, and you spell K Quick K. K-W-I-K for all you spellers out there. Here we go. We don't own the rights. Love pizza wrestling, people.